Welcome to the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. Cup of Joe Wrestling Show? With Joey Harris. A podcast for the wrestling fan on the go. So take your favorite beverage of choice and join Joey as he takes a look at some of the biggest shows on the WWE Network. From makeshift studios deep in the heart of stately Maine Manor, this is the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show, and I am your host, Joey Harris. You can follow the show on Twitter at Cup of Joe Pod. You can email the show at Cup of Joe Wrestling Show at gmail.com. And folks, this past Saturday we had a blizzard here in Maine and got a foot and a half of snow. You know, it's pretty to look at, but I don't like being out in it. We also, my wife and I, have embarked on getting um, one of those meal delivery services. We got HelloFresh, and so far, so good. I've been in charge of the meal prep in our house uh, for the past uh, week and a half, two weeks, and like I said, so far, so good. But the last few days, acid reflux, I have just had it so just incredibly bad. And I don't know what it is. I feel like that Jim Cornette story when he thought he was having a heart attack. It's on YouTube if you've never seen it. I was just that that same thing. And I don't know if I've had more spicy food lately. If it's the stress in my life. Or if it's the caffeine that I'm consuming. But something has got to give. And speaking of things giving. Today we look at Clash of the Champions 16 from WCW. Clash of the Champions 16 Fall Brawl was broadcast on September the 5th, 1991 from the Augusta Richmond County Civic Center in Augusta, Georgia. There were 2,800 in attendance and the show did a 3.7 rating on TBS. We start out with our intro. Jim Ross and Tony Giovanni welcome us to The Clash. They are the announcers for the evening. They run down what we are going to see in the show. They then throw it to Eric Bischoff, Missy Hyatt, and Paulie Dangerously on the rampway. Missy says she's going into the locker room to get an interview with Lex Luger. Paulie says he's going to speak to Ron Simmons. We then go to our Georgia Brawl Battle Royal. Tom Zink, Thomas Rich, Bobby Eaton, Ranger Ross, Tracy Smothers, Oz, PN News, Sergeant Buddy Lee Parker, Steve Austin, Dustin Rhodes, Terrence Taylor, Big Josh, Barry Windham, One Man Gang, and Elegante are your participants. The match starts and forearms are flying. It takes a while before anyone is eliminated. Bobby Eaton and Steve Austin both go over the top but land on the apron. They exchange blows before getting back in. Smothers hitting Parker with shots in the corner. Taylor, Big Josh, and Ranger Ross eliminated. Thomas Rich then eliminated. Parker eliminated. One Man Gang in the corner and people are just running into him. Z-Man eliminated. Smothers eliminated. Oz jumps Elegante. Rhodes attacking Oz in the corner. Eaton Irish whipped into one-man gang who backdrops him out of the ring. PN News eliminated. Wyndham and Austin eliminated. Wyndham nails Austin on the outside with the right hand. One-man gang corner whipped into Rhodes. Elegante fighting back against Oz and one-man gang. Elegante runs one-man gang and Oz together. Oz and one-man gang double-team and eliminate Rhodes. Elegante with a double clothesline to eliminate Oz and one-man gang to win the Georgia Brawl. 
semifinal for the WCW Light Heavyweight Championship. Bad Street with the Fabulous Freebirds versus Brian Pillman. This is Pillman's first appearance since the ill-fated Yellow Dog experiment. Referee Randy Anderson throws the Freebirds out. Pillman with a side headlock. Bad Street pushes off. Pillman with a shoulder block. Bad Street attacks with kicks and punches. Pillman with a head scissors takedown. Pillman with a victory roll for a two count. Pillman with an armbar. Pillman with a corner whip. And someone on the crew is too close to the mics and keeps getting picked up. Bad Street with a backdrop and Pillman lands on the apron. Pillman with a sunset flip for a two count. Pillman with a drop kick and Bad Street rolls to the apron. Pillman tries to suplex him in. They try to counter each other. Bad Street suplexes Pillman to the outside. They both land in a heap on the outside. Bad Street rolls back in and starts choking Pillman on the top rope as he gets up on the apron to get back in. Bad Street then kicks Pillman from the apron to the floor and he hits the barricade. They exchange blows on the outside. They climb up on the apron and Bad Street runs Pillman into the turnbuckle post back first. Pillman gets on the apron and hits a shoulder into Bad Street and then hits a crossbody over the ropes for a two count. Bad Street hits a net breaker. He gets a two count. Bad Street with a scoop slam. He goes up top, but Pillman catches him with a standing drop kick. He then dives through the ropes to hit Bad Street on the outside and almost takes himself out by hitting the barricade. Pillman goes up top for a missile drop kick. As he goes to hit it, Bad Street goes for a drop kick of his own and they collide in midair. Both slow to get up. Bad Street with an Irish whip drops his head and Pillman slams it down on the mat. Pillman with a spinning heel kick. He gets a two count. Pillman with an Irish whip, but he drops his head and Bad Street hits a DDT. He gets a two count. Pillman gets Bad Street in a backslide for a two count. Bad Street with an Irish whip. Pillman comes back with a crucifix. Bad Street comes back with a Samoan drop. Bad Street puts Pillman on the top rope. Bad Street climbs up. Pillman headbutts him off. Pillman hits a flying crossbody to get the pin. We then go to our WCW Top 10. Number 10, Bobby Eaton. Number 9, Tom Sink. Number 8, The Diamond Stud. Number 7, One Man Gang. Number 6, Dustin Rose. Number 5, Steve Austin. Number 4, Elegante. Number 3, Barry Windham. Number 2, Ron Simmons. Number 1, Sting. And your WCW champion is Lex Luger. Sting versus Johnny B. Bad with Theodore R. Long. Sting is the new United States champion, but doesn't have the belt with him, and apparently this is a non-title match. Flashback to Sting being presented with a box from WCW TV, and Abdullah the Butcher coming out of the box to attack Sting. The bell rings, and Bad takes a left swing at Sting, but misses. They lock up, and Sting with an Irish whip. He leapfrogs and drops down to Miss Bad. He backdrops Bad. Sting with a scoop slam. Sting goes for a second rope splash, but Bad gets his knees up. Sting with another scoop slam. He goes for an elbow drop from the second rope, but Bad moves. Bad with a sunset flip from the top rope. He gets a two count. Sting gets an inside cradle for a two count. Sting with a sunset flip for another two count. The crowd is extremely vocal as they lock up again. They get to the corner. They break clean. They lock up again. Sting with a wrist lock. Bad reverses it into a wrist lock of his own. Sting with a side headlock. They get to the corner. Bad with some stiff body shots and a corner whip to Sting. Bad misses the charge in when Sting moves. Sting goes back to the wrist lock. Sting with a suplex. Bad up quickly and he jabs at Sting. 
He misses, but Sting is surprised that he is up quickly. They lock up as the announcers say that a box has been delivered to the ramp. Sting with a corner whip, but bag collapses to the mat. Sting tries the corner whip again and hits it. Long climbs up on the apron. Sting goes for the stinger splash. Bad moves out of the way. Sting hits the corner turnbuckle. Bad goes for a left-hand jab. Sting blocks, but Bad catches him in the ribs. Bad sees the box and thinks it's for him, and Long tells him to go finish Sting off. Bad taking too long. The match is virtually stopped because both men are looking at the box. Sting gets Bad with an inside cradle to pin him. Cactus Jack comes out of the box to attack Sting. He throws him to the outside. Then Cactus Jack climbs to the top rope and drops the elbow on Sting. He rolls Sting inside the ring. Cactus Jack then hits Sting with the double arm DDT. Other wrestlers come to help Sting and Cactus Jack retreats. You know, looking at that match, it wasn't half bad, especially since bad is very young and inexperienced here. But my favorite thing from that is how the bell rings and bad takes a left swing at Sting, but misses. That just, the rhyming on that was just so good. Jim and Tony replay and recap what just happened between Sting and Cactus Jack. WCW Light Heavyweight Championship Tournament Semifinal. Mike Graham versus Richard Morton with Alexandra York. They lock up. Graham with a side headlock. Morton pushes off. Graham comes back with a shoulder block. Morton backs up. They lock up again. Graham comes back to the side headlock into a headlock takeover. Morton reverses it into a head scissors. They lock up again and Graham goes back to the side headlock. Morton pushes off. Morton trips Graham up and tries to go for a Boston Crab. Graham reverses it into a sit-down pinning predicament. Morton reverses that. He gets a two-count. Graham with a leg roll-up for a two-count. They push each other. Morton rolls to the outside to confer with York. Morton goes back in and gets a side headlock. Morton with a takeover. Graham with a head-scissors counter. Morton fighting to get out of it. Morton rolls over to get Graham in a pinning predicament. Graham bridges out of it. Graham with a backslide for a two count. Morton backs up to regroup. They lock up. Go to a corner. Graham with a forearm shot. Graham corner whips Morton, but Morton gets his boot up on the charge in. Morton goes up top, but gets caught by Graham on the second rope and catches him in a German suplex for a two count. Morton with a big right hand. Then another one. Morton rakes Graham's face on the top rope. Graham comes back with a chop. Graham with a big right hand. Morton with a back kick. Morton runs Graham into the top turnbuckle. Graham gets a figure four on, but Morton immediately grabs the ropes. Graham with a fireman's carry takeover. Morton gets an arm bar on. Graham gets to his feet and pushes off. Morton comes back with a shoulder block. Graham with a drop toe hold. Graham then grapevines the leg. Morton finally got out of the hole. Back and forth in the corner. Morton with a corner whip and an inverted atomic drop. Morton with a body slam. He misses an elbow drop and Graham moves. Graham gets a horizontal half Nelson and hooks the leg for a one count. York climbed up on the apron. Graham with a scoop slam. York distracts referee Nick Patrick. Morton with a push off and Graham catches Morton and slams him down. Graham with a roll up. Nick Patrick is still distracted. Morton pushes off and Graham hits the turnbuckle. Morton rolls Graham up and pins him. Jim and Tony show and talk about the new issue of WCW Magazine that was on the newsstands and then talk about Bill Kazmaier being the world's strongest man as recognized by the Guinness Book of World Records. Eric Bischoff is in the ring. 
He brings out Bill Kazmaier, who is going to try to break a new record. He's going to attempt to bend the steel bar over his head. They say that it wasn't gimmick at all, and he starts to bend it. The enforcers Arnie Anderson and Larry Zbysko come in the ring from behind and run a steel plate into Kazmaier's ribs. Rick Steiner comes down and the enforcers leave, but it is way too late. The Fabulous Freebirds, Michael Hayes and Jimmy Garvin versus the Patriots, Todd Champion and Firebreaker Chip. Freebirds are the U.S. Tag Team Champions, but this is a non-title match. They are scheduled to have a match for the tag titles the following Saturday that the Patriots would win. Chip and Hayes start. Chip with a side headlock. Hayes pushes off. He throws Chip out, and Chip lands on his feet and gets right back in. Chip attacks Hayes with right hands. Chip with a power slam on Hayes. Garvin climbs up top, but gets caught, and Chip slams him off. Chip drop kicks both Freebirds. The Freebirds go outside to regroup. Garvin tagged in. He locks up with Chip. Garvin with a big right hand in the corner to Chip. A series of right hands, and Chip then reverses a corner whip. He hip tosses Garvin out of the corner. Then a drop kick to Garvin. Chip with an Irish whip. He gets Garvin in a sleeper. Hayes comes in and he gets put in a sleeper. Chip lets go of Hayes and starts working on Garvin. Chip with a wrist lock. Garvin with an Irish whip as the announcers inform us that Bill Kazmaier is refusing to go to the hospital. Garvin drops his head early and Chip with a sunset flip. He gets a two count. Chip with an arm drag. Garvin comes back with a forearm shot to the back. Chip with the go-behind, and he rolls Garvin up for a two-count. Hayes hits Chip with a big left hand from the apron. Garvin with an Irish whip, misses a clothesline, and Chip drives Garvin to the mat by his hair. Hayes tagged in. Champion tagged in. Champion with an Irish whip. Scoop slam to Hayes. Scoop slam to Garvin when he comes in. Another scoop slam to Hayes. Irish whip and a back elbow by Champion to Hayes. He hooks Hayes' leg, but Garvin breaks up the pin attempt. Garvin then hits Chip to knock him off the apron. The Freebirds miss a double clothesline attempt on Champion, who comes back with a double clothesline of his own on the Freebirds. Chip tagged in. Double clothesline to the Freebirds from the top rope. The Patriots with a double back elbow to Hayes. Then a double back drop to Garvin. Then a double clothesline to Garvin. The referee is trying to get Champion out. Hayes with an elbow to the head of Chip. Garvin then pins Chip to win. Paulie dangerously interviews Cactus Jack. He asked Cactus Jack who paid him the money, who masterminded the plot for him and Abdullah the Butcher to attack Sting. Cactus Jack says everyone in the arena and at home should put their hands together for Sting because he's had a good career, but it's all over now. You are looking at the man who did it to him, and yes, that thought makes him smile. He says to Sting that it was nothing personal, strictly business as another box is wheeled down the aisle. Cactus Jack says he can see one of his business partners is here, but he's already gotten the job done himself. Polly asks him what Abdullah is doing here, and he says he doesn't know. He says Abdullah is his friend and business partner, and he thinks he's going to go give him a Cactus Jack hug. Cactus Jack goes over and hugs the box, but instead of Abdullah, Sting comes out of the box and attacks Cactus Jack. Here Irish whips Cactus Jack into the ropes and backdrops him on the aisle. He then hip-tosses Cactus Jack off the rampway. Sting grabs Cactus Jack by the hair and hits a standing dropkick. Cactus Jack hits Sting with a trash can as Sting tries to break it up. Sting attacks Cactus Jack with the trash can as they go to commercial. I tell you, more things are in boxes here than on the movie 7. I wonder if that's where they got the idea for that movie. What's in the box? 
Jim and Tony talk about Ron Simmons and show the retirement of his jersey at Florida State. Coach Bobby Bowden talks about Simmons and his football career. The Diamond Stud versus Ron Simmons. Stud attacks Simmons as soon as he gets in the ring. They go back and forth. Simmons reverses an Irish whip. He drops down and goes to leapfrog Stud, but Stud grabs Simmons and slams him down. Simmons reverses a corner whip. Stud gets his boots up on the charge end. Stud with a second rope bulldog to Simmons. Stud kneels on Simmons to cover, but Simmons lifts his legs up and hooks Stud's arm for a two count. Stud attacking Simmons in the corner. Simmons reverses a corner whip. Stud puts his boots up on the charge end, but Simmons slides underneath to the outside and pulls Stud crotch first into the ring post. Simmons with an inverted atomic drop, then another atomic drop, then Simmons with a clothesline. Stud with an eye poke. Simmons reverses an Irish whip. Simmons with a spine buster. Simmons with a shoulder tackle, and he gets the pin. Paulie then interviews Ron Simmons. Paulie says Simmons wants to be the world champion, but to do that, he must beat Lex Luger and contend with his entourage of Harley Race and Mr. Hughes. Simmons says he has contended with himself all his life. Dreams are not impossible for him or anyone out there. He will prove to the world if Lex Luger is man enough to sign the contract for Halloween Havoc that Ron Simmons is the man to be. Anytime you want it, come get it. He's not afraid of you or your entourage. Mr. Hughes and Harley Race come to ringside. They get in the ring and Simmons tells them he's sick and tired of looking at their faces and if Lex Luger isn't man enough to come out here himself, then Ron Simmons will go and find him. Simmons gets out of the ring. They go to a commercial. Terrence Taylor with Alexander York versus Van Hammer. This is Hammer's first appearance in WCW and Gary Michael Capetter calls him heavy hitter, not heavy metal. JR says heavy metal. Hammer is just holding his guitar up and marching in place. It is obvious that he doesn't know how to play the guitar. Taylor hits him with the laptop from behind right as the bell rings. Taylor with some right hands. Hammer pushes Taylor down. Hammer with a scoop slam. Then another scoop slam. Hammer with a clothesline. Another clothesline. A third clothesline. Hammer with a front suplex. Hammer with the top rope knee drop and you can tell this guy is green as grass. He gets the pin. Missy Hyatt is in the locker room with Lex Luger. She's about to interview Luger when Ron Simmons comes into the room and gets in his face. Simmons says it's time they had a talk and Luger says wrong again. I'm done talking to you and he pushes Simmons out of the dressing room. He slams the door. Simmons with a three-point stance and bursts through the door to get to Luger. A group of wrestlers hold him back and drag him out of the door. WCW World Television Championship Match Steve Austin with Lady Blossom versus the Z-Man Tom Zink. Tony talks about Austin and Zink being in the Georgia Brawl earlier and fighting back to the locker room after they were eliminated. They lock up. They go to the ropes. Finally, they break clean after a three count. Another lock up and go to the corner. Break clean. Austin with a side headlock. Zink with a waist lock. Austin counters it with a hammer lock. Zink reverses it. Austin with a snap mare. Zink with a hammerlock on the mat and drives his knees into Austin's back. Austin gets to the ropes. Austin with a side headlock. Zink pushes off. Austin comes back with a shoulder block. Zink goes back to the side headlock. Austin pushes off. Zink comes back with a shoulder block. They lock up again. Zink back to the side headlock. Austin pushes off. Zink with another shoulder block. This match is clunky. Austin with a kick to the stomach. 
Austin with a headlock takeover. Zink with a head scissors reversal. They tangle up in the ropes. Zink breaks on the vor count. They lock up again. Austin goes back to the side headlock. Another takeover by Austin. He gets a couple of one counts. Austin breaks out of a head scissors. Zink with an arm drag. Zink with an arm bar. Zink with the wrist lock. Austin with an eye rake. Austin with the right hand to the face. Austin goes back to the side headlock. Zink pushes off. Austin comes back with a shoulder block. Zink with a super kick. Zink with a backdrop. Zink gets a two count. Austin falls out of the ring. Zink goes to follow him out. Referee Nick Patrick stops him. Austin crawls to the rampway and Zink hits a crossbody onto Austin from the ring in an awesome move. He throws Austin back in the ring. Zink goes up top, but Austin drops down as Zink jumps off. Austin with a kick to the head. Austin with a right hand to Zink. Austin with a snapmare. He follows it up with a headlock. The announcers start talking about the time limit. Austin maneuvers to use the ropes for leverage. Patrick catches him. Austin with the right hand. Austin with an Irish whip. Zink ducks a clothesline, but Austin hits him with the stun gun. Instead of covering, Austin picks Zink back up and Zink with an inside cradle. He gets a two count. Zink reverses an Irish whip. He gets Austin in a sleeper. Austin gets to the ropes and Lady Blossom slips him something. Austin swings, but Zink ducks it and lifts Austin up in a back suplex, and Austin hits him with the object while he is up and lands on him to get the pin. They show a tape of Ron Simmons giving a speech at the Atlanta Boys Club. They then show Simmons taking two buses of students to see him wrestle at the Omni. Press conference and contract signing for the WCW Heavyweight Championship match at Halloween Havoc. Ron Simmons is there with his wife and Dusty Rhodes and Grizzly Smith representing WCW, and everyone is waiting on Lex Luger. Eric Bischoff finally starts the press conference. They play Luger's music, and he finally comes out with Mr. Hughes and Harley Race and a bunch of WCW officials. Rob Garner of WCW presents both men with the contracts. Ron Simmons signs the contract. Harley Race looks over the contracts and whispers in Luger's ear. Luger says this truly is a historic occasion. He has to give the man credit where credit's due. What a glowing tribute to the man and to the athlete. A pillar of the community, Ron Simmons. He says he had no idea. Retirement in front of 65,000 people, your jersey, your locker plexiglass in. What a feeling that must be. The boys club, all the community service that you do, is a real tribute to you. And because of that, Ron Simmons, I'm going to give you the opportunity to become the first black world's heavyweight champion. Luger then signs the contract. Mr. Hughes then whispers in Luger's ear. Luger then says as a side note, Ron, when it's all said and done and the total package is still the world heavyweight champion, he says we started a great team here. Because of the kind of man you are, you'll always have a position with me. A lot of fringe benefits. A lot of perks. He points to Race and says, I've got my mentor. He points to Hughes and says, I've got my bodyguard. He says to Simmons, I've got in mind for you to be my driver. I need a real good chauffeur. And Simmons attacks Luger. Security tries to separate the two. Hughes and Race usher Luger into a waiting limo. Simmons attacking the limo as it pulls away from the arena. Jim and Tony talk about the two teams that are meeting for the tag team championships and how the two teams made it to the finals. They then show the enforcers attacking Kaz Meyer earlier. WCW World Tag Team Championship Tournament Final. The enforcers Arn Anderson and Larry Zbysko versus... Rick Steiner and Bill Kazmaier. The enforcers are escorted to the ring by what looks like a riot squad. Kazmaier comes out with his ribs heavily taped. Steiner attacks both members of the enforcers to begin. 
He chases Zabisco both inside and outside of the ring. He hits Zabisco with the right hand as he gets back in the ring. He hip tosses Zabisco out of the corner. Anderson jumps Steiner from behind. Anderson with an Irish whip. He misses a left hand and Steiner catches Anderson and power slams him. He gets a two count. But Zabisco breaks up the penitent. Steiner attacks Zabisco until Anderson grabs him and holds him for Zabisco to attack. Zabisco with a spin kick to the gut of Steiner. Zabisco slams Steiner down and stomps his face as the camera shows Kazmaier in the corner. Zabisco puts an armbar on. Zabisco tags Anderson in. Anderson attacks Steiner with big right hands. Anderson with a wrist lock. Steiner fighting back with big right hands. Zabisco tagged back in. He gets a front face lock on Steiner. Steiner with shots to the ribs. Zabisco comes back with forearms. Zabisco with a kick to the stomach. Zabisco suplexes Steiner. He gets a two count. Zabisco runs Steiner into Anderson's boot. Anderson tagged in. Steiner blocks a suplex attempt and hits one of his own. Zabisco tagged back in. Zabisco with a shot and runs Steiner into the corner turnbuckle of the enforcers. Steiner trying to fight out of the heel's corner. Both enforcers double team Steiner. Double Irish whip. Steiner comes back and kicks Zabisco. He hits Anderson with a Steiner line. Crowd comes to life for that. Steiner puts Anderson on the top rope. He goes to belly belly Anderson off the top rope. But Zabisco hits Steiner with a forearm to stop it and knocks Steiner off the ropes. Anderson hits a clothesline on Steiner from the second rope. Kazmaier tags himself in as Steiner passes near him. Kazmaier with a shoulder block to Zabisco and a scoop slam to Anderson. He then military presses Zabisco. Steiner tries to come in to help, but gets cut off by the referee, so Anderson attacks Kazmaier's injured ribs. Zabisco falls on Kazmaier and pins him. The enforcers are the new World Tag Team Champions. Tony and Jim talk to the enforcers. Anderson says tonight, they proved the theory of navigation. The biggest, strongest sailboat in the world can't budge one inch if it doesn't have any wind. They say Kazmaier is the strongest man in the world, but if he can't breathe, he can't win. They say tonight the belts return to two wrestlers. Zabisco says he and Anderson proved it doesn't matter how many muscles you have. It doesn't matter how many takedowns you learned at some jerk order college. If you want the belts, you must go through the enforcers. JR then signs off from Georgia. End credits. Final thoughts. Not a bad show, but certainly a filler show. The Kazmaier stuff wasn't good at all. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at the Joey Harris. If you like the show, please leave a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. I would really appreciate it. Thank you for joining me this week. This is Joey saying so long from Stately, Maine Manor. The Cup of Joe Wrestling Show is a production of Baby Kangaroo Media. 